Hey guys, welcome to the Love You Mean It podcast. I'm your host, Katie. I am a freelance social media marketer and a photographer, and I am married to the love of my life, Adam. You have to be serious at this point and like do your intro. So, uh, my name's Adam, and I'm a engineer, and uh, well, almost an engineer. I'm in my last little bit of school, but uh, I do work full time in a plant, so. And that's pretty much all I do. I mean, I, I he's also, also a photography. freelance photographer. We own a photography company called Studio 803 Photography. So he's also a photographer. Um, and we just thought it would be so fun to start our podcast because we feel like we have like the most interesting conversations and we just like wanted to come on here and kind of talk. I don't know if we'll ever have like guests, but we thought it'd be fun to like share. We feel like we have a cool insight on things, don't you think? I mean, maybe you definitely think you have a cool insight and then I actually have a cool insight. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, we just thought it'd be really fun to come here and talk about just like life and being young people married and we live in South Carolina. So it's kind of interesting. Um, you can probably hear our Southern accents, but, um, we just thought it'd be cool. I'm a big fan of podcasts. I don't think Adam's ever listened to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I the only podcast I've ever actually listened to is a cooking podcast. <laughs> And I listen to a ton of podcasts. Like I listen to The Morning Toast and Love You So Much by Kenzie Elizabeth. I listen to What She Said. Like I listen to a ton of podcasts. So um, I love this. So I'm going to like kind of steer the conversation for this one because I know what I'm doing. So um, so I thought it would be fun for us to do like a little segment at the beginning, which is where we talk about the highlights and lowlights of our like week. So what was the high of your Wait, Should we start on the low or the high? And who goes first? You're asking me. I'm asking you, so you'll go first. Um, let's start with the low, so we'll end on a high, you know? So what is the low of your week? Do you want to do like a combined low? Yeah, we can do a combined low. So what is that, Adam? So uh, we got in a little bit of a, uh, an argument or maybe just like a straight fight. I don't think we were arguing pretty <laughs> I think much that about was just anything. straight up fighting. We got in a huge fight. For pretty much nothing, over nothing. And yeah. you know, that kind of happens. Yeah, this was like a knockout, drag out fight though. Like we almost, I feel like we were like one step away from like a fist fight at this point. Adam like threw a road crew mode and destroyed it. Not like an aggressive way towards me or anything like at the ground. He just like threw it on the ground and then exploded into a, like a million pieces. And like, I was crying and like, we're very dramatic fighters. Um, we did drama as kids, so I feel like that's where it comes from. But like when we get in fights, we're like slamming doors, screaming, like we're fighting like some sort of TV show. Yeah, we we both watched Grey's Anatomy all the way through multiple times at this point. So like I don't know, maybe there's a lot of emulation in our fighting, but yeah, we think it we're in a works TV out show. pretty well because we usually just like at the end of it, we're just like what. What was even the the whole goal of that, or what was the point? So, but yeah, so that was definitely the low. That was not fun. Um, yeah, not a not a fan. That was not enjoyable whatsoever. But you know, it was literally over that night. We woke up the next morning, good as new. <laughs> it didn't, like it never happened. We had, we were laying in the bed. I was like, what was that even for? You know, like wow. yeah, it was good. So small mental breakdown. So that's our combined low for the week. He took mine. What's your high? Um, I'd say my high. My high happened today because, like, every other day, you know, it's just kind of chill. Like, work is work and stuff like that. But today, me and Katie went on, like, a shopping trip. 
just kind of shopping around home goods, TJ Maxx, you know, trying to find the deals. And I, I'm really into different types of bourbon and like whiskey. And I'm always looking for new stores to buy other rare or hard to find bourbons. And I went to a store today that, you know, that's pretty much they're just as passionate about it as me, even more so because they literally own a liquor store. But it's just like it was nice to go in there and they actually had a lot of stuff in there that you can't normally get your hands on. So that was definitely a high. I was feeling that for like I'm still feeling it right now. Like and we've already we've eaten dinner. That was hours ago and I'm still just like, wow, I keep looking at the bottle on the fridge. Like that's so nice. I can't believe I got that. I can't decide what my high is going to be. Like, so one, I got this, we went to TJ Maxx. And like, I'm a big fan of TJ Maxx. And they had this Marc Jacobs, which is like a $60 bronzer there. And it was like $16. And I, like, that's just like the best feeling when you get something on sale. But I want to do like, my real high is like, last week I was in a terrible mood. Like, Adam can tell you guys, like I was having just day after day after day, I was having the worst week. Like it was just awful. I was in a terrible mood. I felt awful. Like I was having just the worst week. And then this week I've just had like, honestly, just the best week. Like everything's been going my way. Work's been going good. Like I've been in a great mood. My body has felt good. Like I'm starting to like implement some things into my routine. Like I'm tell you, I started doing like stretching at night and then doing a little devotional. And it's just been like so nice. Like every day has just been better than the last. And so like, I really think that has to be my high is that like, I'm just having a good week and like mentally I'm just on like a great wavelength this week. Do I, do you agree with that? Like, I feel like I'm having a good week. Oh um, yeah, definitely. This week's been great. So it's been really chill. We, I mean, so I mean, that was the immediate high and that was really awesome. I would say that like we did a lot of work to our house Yeah. this past week, like a lot, like knocked out that 30 foot wall, like big stuff. And I would say that was a high, but I was so tired that it felt, it was like a low high. Like it was, that was just rough. We were just kind of burning it at both ends and the lack of a weekend I don't know if that was more of a high or not. So so you guys don't know this, but we just bought our first home and it's like our dream home. We are so excited. Um, and so we're working right now. We're still living in our apartment, which is what we're recording right now. But we're working on fixing up by ourselves our new house. And you guys can do follow our Instagrams. Mine's Katie Mae Harley. Adam's is Adam Clay Harley. Um, and you guys can like see the behind the scenes of those. But like it was just the best thing to do. Like our house makes me so happy, honestly, but it's a lot of work. Like we're painting the house right now and I never actually painted anything. Somehow every time my family has painted houses, which is something they always do when we buy houses, I've somehow gotten out of it for the last 22 years. Um, and it's really hard, So, but it's so nice. I was thinking about this. There's something that's so sweet and special about building your house with your hands. Like when I'm painting these rooms that are going to be like our future kids rooms one day or the place where our family is going to meet for dinner or our friends are going to come and spend time together. Our students are going to come and have a place to call home. It's just so special. Don't you think like to do it, like I'm building the place that like is going to be our home, you know? Oh yeah. I've always loved to do things by hand. It's just, but that's how my dad always did everything. So it's just kind of, Apple doesn't far fall from the tree, I guess, but no, it's definitely satisfying this to work on something yourself. And even though it's like, if you paid someone to do it, you wouldn't have to think about it and worry about it, but definitely the end result is exactly what you wanted. And 
And I'm like a big hobbyist, but like I've never done like a bunch of manual labor really. Like the most I've done that. Like zero. Like I painted, (laughs) but that's not really manual labor. So this is definitely a different thing for me, but so special, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I figured we could get into the bulk of our episode, which I thought a good way to like start a podcast. I feel like it's kind of weird starting because like you can't like you guys just met us and like you can't just start talking about like super deep stuff like off the bat like if you're on a first date and someone starts talking about like all their life's problems you probably don't want to come back so I decided that we were going to just do like a little fun like get to know us where I have like a bunch of questions that we're going to answer Adam doesn't know any of these questions I came up with them and I didn't tell him anything so um, I have a clear advantage but I just thought it'd be fun for you guys to just get to know us a little bit more I just I literally googled um get to know you first date questions so this is where all of this is coming from so we're all on a first date. we're all together, on a first guys. date yeah it's been a long time since we had our first date about six years so i feel like this will be fun for us i feel like i'm on a first date every day with me oh oh yeah that's so cute okay i'm gonna throw up um so first question because you just never stop talking <laughs> hence why we're starting a podcast okay all right you ready yeah. Okay. What do you do for fun? Mm, you want me to start? What do I do for fun? No, I can start. I mean, you're going to ask me questions and then we'll just keep it rolling like that, I guess. Yeah. So, um, what do I do for fun? Uh, mainly lately, it's been video games. It's just been, that's been a way that I relax at the end of the night. And it's what I do to kind of just like veg out. Because my other hobbies require a lot of effort, um, like golfing, going out and golfing. Uh, you know, that's a big chunk of time, and it's really hot outside right now. So it's just nice to kind of get on the computer and play, like, you know, just a bunch of different, like, shooter video games. It's really fun. I normally play with, like, my brothers, and uh, I feel like that's good bonding time for us. If you just didn't know, super extroverted, so my way of relaxing at the end of the day is just, to talk to more people talk to people all day and then to relax i talk to more people it's uh it's kind of my thing i think mine is probably like i love to read and i love to do that i love to work which is also a problem but probably makeup like that's something that like but in all facets of it like i love doing makeup i love buying makeup and i love like watching video youtube videos about makeup so i feel like for me for a long time like fun has been makeup you know um, and I also turned that into a job. So like that just goes hand in hand with workaholic. Um, we're, we're both major hobbyists. Oh like, yeah. I love doing everything. We just want to do everything. Katie likes to make it monetary. Like yeah. she wants to make money off of the things she enjoys to do. And like, then I think it kind of burns her out a little bit sometimes, but. The only thing I do for fun that I haven't monetized is reading because I think there's no way to monetize reading. You could um, definitely sell I'm, papers to people, like, but then true. you'd have to write a paper. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I tried to get her to read a book for me for school one time. <laughs> he did it the night before. <laughs> and she read, like, two pages. She was like, I read most of it. I was like, all right. What so happened? So what happened? <laughs> I appreciate it. So I, then I had to do the whole thing myself, which is fine. You should do that, academic honesty. Yeah, don't cheat. If USCA is listening to this like well i didn't cheat because we you didn't wouldn't cheat. Do it we didn't me. do it um but yeah i found that's like a thing that happens like my therapist one time was like 
you have to have a hobby that you don't make money off of. And I was like, but every hobby you can make money off. Like, of like, if I do something cool and I'm like good at it, I'm like, well, how do I monetize this? And that's just like not a healthy mindset to have. So, okay. What is your favorite way to spend a whole day off? So if you have a whole day off, nothing to do, how do you want to spend it? I'm sleeping at least half of it. <laughs> like, I mean, and that's just, I don't know. I think because sleep is sacred, that little just that sleep until 10 if i sleep past 10 i don't enjoy it but sleep till like 9 or 10 i wake up feeling really good and then after i woke up um you know i don't know it depends on what time of year it is i guess like right now it's so hot outside like i love to be outside i love to fish i love to golf like but if i go out there right now i'm not going to enjoy that day off because it's just going to be miserable but that would be ideal middle of the day. Just like get outside and do something, maybe go kayak down the river or something, and then come home, veg, kind of take a nap, go like eat something good, and then play video games. Um, that would probably be it. Now, who I would do all those things with? Who would I spend that time with? I love to go kayaking with Katie. Like, it's so fun, but she's always dragging me away from the fish. I usually like <laughs> I I'll take fishing. my fishing pole and she just, she's like, look, could just paddle around. And I'm like, yeah. So I love Katie as a kayak partner, but I think on my day off, I probably want to go fishing. <laughs> somebody else. I think that if I was like a whole day off, I'd want to sleep in, go get some brunch, go walk around Target. Um, then maybe like, go swim in our pool I love with like the days where we like go out to the pool with our little brothers and like are like flipping off the diving board and stuff for a few hours we have a pool in our new backyard and then shower and then probably go like with one of our friends I we I always feel like the best when we get to see some of our friends and like just hang out play board games like we're big board games people so I feel like that would be the way I'd want to end off and like we can't ever casually hang out with our friends like anytime we ever spend time with some of our best friends we're there till like 11 p.m so that would just be the end of the night <laughs> yeah so um what is the best vacation you ever took and why the best vacation see now you you came up with these questions so you've pre-thought I have it was hard to think about though. So oh, man, New Orleans was so fun though. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, it probably we has, spent like yeah. a week in New Orleans, and that was super super fun. Like, because we really love we're big foodies. Like mm -hmm. in New Orleans, that's it is all about food. Like we were eating three meals a day. Like <laughs> we usually eat like maybe once a day. Like we spent one like big a million meal. dollars. Yeah, we were shopping. I mean, they've got shopping oh, everywhere in New Orleans. They've got shopping. The people are so cool. The culture. Like, we were just walking around town, just taking finding pictures. little places to eat. Like, Pizza Place on Magazine Street. And, you know, just this place called the Ruby Slipper. Just so many good restaurants. This, like, Cajun restaurant, like, in the backwoods, like, away from town totally. Just so much culture so much fun i'd have to that that's for sure my favorite vacation we ever went on from the flight to the from the flight there to the flight back home that was just so fun for sure new orleans was where i first like fell in love with photography too like that's what i attribute like all of our photography career to because like i had like this little canon camera that i was trying to use for youtube because i love youtube 
Um, and I was trying to be a YouTuber and I had just happened to bring it with me to vlog and I started like snapping a couple photos on it of like, and still to this day, like as much as I've grown as like a photographer, those photos I took at New in New Orleans were some of the best photos I've ever taken. And they were just so good. And I just fell in love with photography and I don't know where I'd be if we never did that. Mm -hmm. and another uh, cool side story is Katie was actually mad at me for at least a couple <laughs> days on that trip. Because, Most of it. Yeah. But that was only at night. She was distracted by all the things we could buy during the day. But I was supposed to, when I wasn't supposed to, she wanted me to propose to her. And she was like, this is the perfect time. He's got to be proposing to me this week for sure and i did not even bring the ring on that vacation and he will tell you that like looking back he 100 percent should have proposed to me on this trip yeah because there's a picture in an alley perfect place like where i thought he was gonna kneel down and propose to me and he didn't and like the problem is, is i knew he had the ring because i picked up my ring because like first of all most girls do know when you're getting proposed to like any girl who acts like it was a complete surprise is probably a liar especially if she's wearing white and I had my nails done like I had so every outfit I wore was just better than the next my hair and makeup was had to be dressed it was stressful because I was trying to look cute every moment of every day because I didn't know when he was going to propose because like my grandma lived there my grandma's like my best friend in the whole world and so like I knew that he had to be proposing when I was with my grandma it just wouldn't make sense otherwise and I was actually leaving in like two weeks to go to camp um and finally one night <laughs> he was in the shower and I went through his suitcase, which now looking back on it, first of all, I do have some friends who've recently got engaged and like all engaged girls are this crazy, but I like went through his bag, realized he didn't bring their wing and we got in like the biggest fight because it would have been perfect, but everything works out. I won't, won't say that my engagement was perfect because it was sweet, but like that was the perfect time to do it. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't actually care about my proposal though, literally at all. Yeah. The more you hear more stories about me, the more you'll know that like, if I feel really like you really want me to do this and like I almost had no choice in the situation, I'm uh, probably not going <laughs> to do I'm it. I'm the same way. That's why we didn't have sex with my honeymoon. Oh my gosh. Why would you say <laughs> that? <laughs> it's, this is the first date and now you're talking about <laughs> sex. I don't think that's appropriate. Honey, they, they know. For the first date. They know we're married. But do you not want to talk about sex on the podcast? I can cut this out. No, I'm talking about on the first date. <laughs> we, me and you aren't on our first date, but this is our first date with them. Okay, but I like I would talk like, about sex on the first date. I feel like it'd be an open my conversation. Goodness. I'm very boss to the wall, though. No, I don't think so. I had the first date that me and her went on was not balls to anything. It was. It was very sweet. It was not to the wall. She's very quiet. I had to egg her on. Not anymore. At every turn to get any words out of her. And if everything was to go all the way back to then, it would be the same exact thing right now. Like if we had just met and we were going on our first date, she would still not talk. Yeah, I'm shy when you first get to know me, which people don't realize because I'm like a very open and honest person on the internet. Whereas some people don't meet me, they don't understand that like, I overthink everything I do. But I was going to say our first trip to Charleston ever was our favorite vacation. Um, because I kind of forgot about New Orleans completely because I kind of blocked it out. But that's New Orleans, definitely our favorite. But Charleston's like one of our favorite places now. Because Charleston is many New Orleans. It's many New Orleans, yeah. It's the New, or it's the New like Orleans of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we went to LA, we really like it too. It's all kind of the same vibe. I don't know. New Orleans, surprisingly was very easy to get around in like mm -hmm. you, you the traffic 
was really bad, but at the same time, everything is all in the same place. So all the shopping, you, you weren't doing a lot of driving. You drove to town and then the rest of the time, you know, you paid for hellaciously expensive parking, but that's just how it goes. But you walked everywhere. So it just, it was really relaxing. So we went to Nashville and we thought that was going to be our favorite vacation. And we actually didn't really like it that much. It wasn't really our scene. You think we would love it. I think we might like it now that we can like, you know, drink and stuff. <laughs> like, I mean, that wasn't the issue. I don't, I don't know. I imagined it having more cool stuff in a focal point, but it's kind of spread out. It's kind of like all the cities in South Carolina. Like you got like, Honestly, Greenville to me is more fun than Nashville. Mm -hmm. And maybe we just weren't good tourists in Nashville. Maybe. maybe we're just tiny city people. Well, or maybe we just didn't set up cool things. Maybe we just didn't find the cool stuff to do. I mean, we still had a lot of fun, but. I think we should definitely look into it again. It was like, Nashville's a big city. I feel like I needed to have a big experience and it just wasn't shocking. It wasn't like, oh, wow, to me. It was like, eh, We're also no. not the club and bar scene. So I feel like Nashville's big into like, bars and clubs and like all of that and that's not us so yeah uh yeah i don't know i mean maybe nashville would be fun with like a like not a group but like maybe another couple or something mm -hmm. like because when you take two people it's super fun but there's just i don't know i feel like we were running out of stuff to do yeah in nashville i feel like we could have prepared better for that trip as well i mean maybe we didn't prepare for New Orleans whatsoever, though, guys. And there's just nonstop stuff to do. We also were with people, but you also think we were with Grammy, who had been there before. But she didn't hardly know anything yeah. about it. Not we found a lot of restaurants and stuff. Yeah, like the the parts of it that we really, really enjoyed, we pretty much found all that just by walking around because everything was so central. So. Okay, so would you say you're an introvert or an extrovert? Why? definitely an extrovert i mean i kind of got into that question see i wouldn't even said anything i knew this was a question but um yeah definitely extroverted like the way i refuel myself is to hang out with people i love hanging out with people um i love talking to people i give you know i can talk to strangers i can do it all all the extroverted things but it's just like What's really weird about it, though, is that even though that refuels me and being extroverted is like my main go to, it's weird how I don't have to be around people. Like when I was in Clemson, I had a whole semester where I lived by myself because all my roommates had moved out and it did not bother me whatsoever. Like, honestly, either being in the quiet by myself, I'm totally content with that or like mass chaos, tons of people around. I'm super good with that. So, and I'm an extrovert too, but I feel like I'm a little bit more introverted than Adam because, um, I do have to like unwind for the night. Like I love being around people. It's my favorite thing. Like I love seeing people all day. And when we go hang out with our friends, like that really makes me happy with my life. But like at the end of the night, I have to have some time to myself and just relax, do my skincare, like get ready for bed, do some stretches. But I actually read this thing where I thought that would make me like more introverted, but because I don't do it in silence, like when I do this right routine, I'm listening to a podcast or like watching a video, it's still like social interaction technically. Like your brain still doesn't want to be alone. So you're still an extrovert, which is like, oh, cool. I just don't want to talk to Adam. 
Because like, hey, when you talk to each other a lot, it get you know you got to be quiet sometimes. Adam, when we first like started spending a ton of time together, when he moved back from Clemson, he was like, um, he, when I was trying to get ready for bed, he'd always be trying to talk to me, and I would get so annoyed with him. And finally, we had to have like a very open and real conversation. I'm like, I just need like 30 minutes for you to shut up, like, <laughs> go do something else. So. Um, we're both extroverts, but I'm like a little, I feel like I'm a little more introverted, but not really. Um, who was your first celebrity crush? Britney Spears, definitely. Mine was Harry Styles, and it's still Harry Styles. Oh, so. <laughs> Did you think about that question hard, though? Yeah. Like, I thought back, and like, even all the guys in like Disney movies and stuff, like, I never, like, they were, I was never like my celebrity crush. My first time I had a celebrity crush was in middle school with Harry Styles in One Direction, and it's still Harry Styles. To this day. No, yeah. It was definitely Britney Spears. I used to sing her music when I was little, like. Hashtag free Britney. Definitely Britney Spears. So she cut off her hair and then I was like, oh, gosh. Uh, one but time she in, was my celebrity crush for a long time. One time in daycare when I was, like, seven, I tried to convince everyone that Britney Spears was my mom. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't believe me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite thing about your job? favorite thing about my job it's the it's the autonomy like i i get to do all this work i work in a in a distribution center and you know do normal engineering roles but i'm not confined to an office and i have bosses but my bosses literally tell me like your job is to learn everything you can about this place and to you know make changes for the better in here, like improve anything you see and learn everything you see. So basically all day, like I have my tasks that I need to get done, but I pretty much can do whatever I want. Totally self-driven. Just, I get to go out there and just learn the technical field. And that's definitely, I love that for sure. Just that knowledge. I love to learn new things, try new things and to, become an expert in my field like that's my goal and not even just in my degree but in engineering as a whole i just want to know as much as possible and my job facilitates that for sure i think mine is like i really feel like i'm connecting with people and that i'm meeting a need um we started studio three it was to meet a need for affordable photography in our area because when we were looking for wedding photographers we just realized how inexpensive and like hard it was for people just everyday people to be able to afford photography most people can't afford $300 for a 30 minute shoot that's just not feasible for most people's lifestyle and why would you yeah when you could just take it on your iphone but when it's affordable and easy and fun it's more accessible to people of all different price ranges and lifestyles and then even with harley media co we're in an area where social media marketing is such a necessity because we are in a very businessy area but um we don't have many people who are social media marketers in this area. I think there's like, there's two other marketing companies and they don't specialize in social media. So like, I feel like I'm meeting a need and helping. My favorite part about Harley Media Co is me teaching people how to use social media um, and just like getting people to learn how to do it. So that's probably my favorite part about that. Okay, so what is the best, what is the, uh, what advice would you give your younger self? My younger self? Mm -hmm. Do you want to Nothing. Start? Do it exactly how you <laughs> did. The same? 
You have no advice. No, like do exactly what you did. Like, I don't know. I, I've always been the type of person to, to know almost exactly what I want and how I wanted it. And I always pushed really hard for that. And that's still true to this day. And it's just, I think that was great. Maybe, maybe some advice to myself. I don't want to sound like I did everything right, but I loved, I just loved it. I think everything worked out. I think maybe the only advice I give to my past self was college, Adam, just like, do not go to Clemson. It just wasn't a good idea. It wasn't that I couldn't do Clemson and it wasn't that it wasn't that at all. It was that there was a more affordable way to achieve the goals that I wanted to achieve. And also a much less stressful way. Like when you got someone that you're super serious about and you know, you're going to marry them. Don't leave town yeah, when they can't distance. come with you. Yeah. Cause it's just not intelligent. And somebody kept telling me that. Me. It was me. I told him to go to a different <laughs> school and then transfer, but uh, he didn't listen to me. So. And I thought she was just being crazy cause she didn't want me to leave. Which I was like, true. but I, you know, like at that time they were the only school that had my, had the program that I wanted to do. And I was dead set on that program. Now in the future, I learned that that engineering program specifically, pretty much any engineering program could have worked. I could have went to Columbia. I could have stayed here at home and done two years, then went to Columbia or something. Like I but said. Clemson was just too far. And it was my dream school. I think a lot of people dream about going there. And I think that if you don't have anybody at home that you really care about and that you want to spend the rest of your life with, then go to Clemson because I think it's a good, but still do your first two years at your in town college. Make sure your credits will transfer, but don't spend that money because two years in in university is plenty. Well, people just romanticize college and romanticize moving away. And they think, I feel like a big thing with college and anybody really is they think that once they move, all their problems are going to be solved. Mm -hmm. And that's just not how it works. And the fact of the matter is, is like those first two years, you're taking the same classes and they're harder at a university. So your GPA is not going to be as high and you're putting yourself in debt. And it's just not worth it. But at an 18 year old, you can't tell them that. Um, yeah. I knew that because I was very focused on not having student loans. So I was like, Adam, this, this is a decision that I think is wise, but I was just the girlfriend. So, but I think that especially to any 18 year olds, like really think about it. You're going to get that college experience. You're going to get to go to a four year university if you really do, but you don't necessarily need to go. If you have a full ride and like everything's paid for or most of it, or your parents are paying for it and it's not, a financial burden, then like, go ahead, do it, go rush, do a sorority. I think that's great. But I do think that thinking that it's going to solve all your college and going away is going to solve all your problems, or it's going to be some amazing life. I think there's too much expectation in it. Mm -hmm. And it just leads to disappointment a lot of times. So yeah, for sure. My advice I would give myself is just like to stop worrying so much. I always stress so much about everything, but especially about like the future. I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go with my life. And like, I always was so worrying about what I would do with my life. And I think that it all works out and you figure out what you're passionate about, but I was just stressed out. And that's what I would tell myself because um, a lot of times when you're going into college, people and even high school, everyone kind of knows what they want to do. And 
I literally never thought a day in my life about college until I hit senior year of high school. So I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I was just riding through. And um, so I kind of scrambled to figure out where I was going to go and what I was going to do. And I ended up stressing myself out a lot more than I needed to. So that's what I would say. It's just like, chill out, take a Xanax. Still tell yourself that today. Yeah, I still worry a lot. But at least I think I'm pretty confident on the career path. Yeah, the time. it's possible. What is your definition of success? How many questions are there? There's like two left. All right, cool. What is my definition of success? I, I mean, for me personally, to be successful means to do as like much for other people as I can, like building myself up and getting a bunch of money and having these nice things like that is fun. And I think that's definitely awesome. And those are things I want to achieve, but that's not how I would measure success for myself. Like it's all about what I've done for other people, you know, what I've done for the kingdom of God and what I've done for my family. Like that's what I push for. Like how good of a life can I provide for my family? And if I provide them the best possible life they can have, then I feel like I succeeded. And if they, if I not only provide them with a really good life, but if they they learn from my mistakes or they learn from me and they can make it through their life, knowing that their dad taught them good things and that it led them to achieve want to achieve the same goal that I have. That's you know, that's how I would measure success. Yeah, I think mine's similar, just like my family being good. Like me raising my kids well, serving in my marriage well, serving my community well, like that's what I would success. I think that a lot of times, like I'm literally 0% fiscally like motivated. I could pretty much care less to make money. I like making money. Like She likes to buy things. I like to buy things. If things didn't cost money, then I she would, wouldn't need money. I would not, care. I would not need money. <laughs> but, and to me, I don't handle any of our finances. So for me, nothing does cost money because I just swipe the card. And I'm like, it's all free. And I just hand them my checks over. So it's all free for me. So that would be mine too. Okay. Which one of your personality traits are you most proud of? Hmm. We got some deep questions. We started off all fun and I hit you with the pow pow. My favorite personality trait. Uh, I think. It'd probably just be like, that's hard. Like, what is a personality trait? <laughs> like, I'll do mine. You'll do mine. What counts as a personality trait? I mean, I love my confidence. I think that that's, and that's developed over time. I think I've always been confident, but it could have been a front when I was younger, as now it's like, it's a, it's a deep rooted thing. Like, I know what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm just really true to myself and I have that, that deep confidence in myself and you can, you can see that. And I try not to make it come off arrogant and sometimes it, that does happen. So it's a, it's a downfall too. And it's a confidence. is a hard line to balance because you should have confidence. And if you're doing things correctly and you're thinking the way you should, you should be confident, but it's just like, it's a double-edged sword because people can perceive that in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, like cocky. You're right. And, you know, <laughs> I never want to come off that way, but I just, He's I'm not relaxed. I promise. Yeah, like, 
I'm just relaxed and I, I am confident and you know, most of the time what I have to say, and if I'm not, I'm going to tell you, like, that's just, that's the main thing I would say. I think mine is my compassion. I think I'm a very compassionate person. I really care about a lot of things and people in general, like I'm pretty much a bleeding heart and just like social justice warrior and just so compassionate towards everybody in every situation. So like when I think about my favorite thing about my personality, that's probably it. Cause I'm not necessarily the nicest person always, although I strive so hard to be a nice person, which that's another conversation that for another day. But like, do you guys genuinely think you're a nice person? Because in my, I ask a lot of people this and they're like, yeah, I think I'm a nice person. But like generally at my core, I don't think I am. <laughs> I have to try to be nice to people and it, I am nice to pretty much everyone, but I is definitely like an effort, but I think I'm, even though I'm not necessarily the nicest, I feel like I'm always compassionate towards somebody. You're at least trying to be nice. Yeah, I try. But I feel like I don't have to try to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. Like, I just am compassionate towards people. Yeah. So. Okay, so final question. What do you love the most about your spouse? Hmm. I mean, your favorite personality trait. I've always loved that about you. I love the effort you put into people. Um, is that my favorite thing about you? He's saying that he thinks my compassion is, he really loves that. I've always been like that in high school though. Like I could never give up on friends or anything. Cause I just care so much. And like still trying to decide whether that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's bad. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's a good thing. That's the favorite thing about you. Hmm. He can't think of one thing. <laughs> no, it, there's too many things. It's not. You can just the, say them all. No, we're <laughs> not gonna make it about like that. Um, <laughs> she would love that way too much. Oh, I would. We should just have an old episode where I'm like, "Tell me all the things you love about <laughs> Tell me." Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> um, no, I mean that's definitely it. She's super passionate, and I think like her passion, like I'm the type of person who has their passion broken up, like. I have moments where I rest and moments where I'm pushing as hard as possible. But when I'm resting, I'm resting. And when I'm pushing, I'm pushing. And it's like her brain never shuts off. And I, I know it burns her out. So at that point, that's, it sucks. But like, it's cool. I think it's really cool how hard she pushes. And like, there's no switch to flip. Like the motor burns out she can't turn it off. It's like the motor just gets tired and it just totally gives up. I think that's, I think it's really cool because my brain is systematic in that way. And just the, the artsy brain, I feel like does that to her. And I'm super, I would say I'm super technical minded, but I'm not artsy, you know? And I think that part about her, is is really cool because it's like the it's just like the opposite of me like i can i can do these things and she can do those and the thing she does just amazes me sometimes he always laughs because like being artsy you go in waves of creativity and sometimes i'll just go through these spurts of like just super creative doing all this stuff like um and his little brother's the same way where he's like super creative and where you just like we're not super cool with what's he's i think what he's saying is like not super cool with doing things when I'm supposed to do them, but I'm definitely good at like some creative bursts and I'm super passionate about everything. Like the level in which I am 
is like across the board to everything, like 100 miles per hour on everything, full steam ahead. Yeah. And that's just not me. Like if I have a goal, I'm going to achieve it, but I'm not attacking it with that veracity. Like <laughs> I'm super good with a B. I'm not good with C's and A's are really cool if I can achieve them putting in B effort. <laughs> yeah. Katie's like either A effort all the time or she's getting an F. Yeah, or I'm not doing it. Like yeah, I'm either like, doing it to a thousand percent or not at all. It's a fail or a pass. She's pass fail, but if it's a pass, it's a full on like attack. That's a thing my therapist always says is like anything doing well is worth doing badly because I think a big thing with having like any sort of mental illness is you think you have to do everything to 100%, which I'm glad you think that's a good thing, but in some ways it's a bad thing. Well, like, that's what I was saying. Like, you know, everything has their downfalls, but I think it's cool because my brain just doesn't work like that. Yeah. But like anything worth doing is actually do worth doing not well. Like you can do it halfway. It would be fine. You would survive. But I think my favorite thing about you is just how smart you are. I like to think of myself as a genuinely smart person. I do think I am a smart person, but Adam is like so much smarter than me. <laughs> like, and I think it's just, again, he thinks differently than I do. Like I can't do math. That's not a thing that I am capable of doing in my head. Um, and he can just do so much math and it's crazy. And also just smart in like a very physical sense. Like if I, I'm like the dreamer of our house, of everything. Like, I'm like, this is what I want to do. And Adam's the one who figures out how I can feasibly do that. Like, I want to start a photography company. He's the one who figures out the equipment. I want to start a podcast. He's the one who figures out the podcast equipment. Like, I want to build this. He's the one who builds it. Like, just so smart and not only like an actual smart way, but like an ability to do things, like, and just make my dreams come true. Like, yeah. Which is that selfish that my favorite thing about you is some how your skills could help me, but no, definitely not. I feel like sometimes you hate it too. Oh, he like, is so smart because it's just like it's I'm super again, it's the analytical, it's the I think more about thinking. Katie just thinks and, and I want to just do it, and she just does it. I think about thinking, and it's like that analysis makes you come off way like you just you you put the put more effort into thinking about it when she just wants to do it and just make it happen. See just what like, happens. Yeah. <laughs> I have no analysis of anything. I'm like, this would be a great idea. Let's do it. Yeah. Definitely. Like it's pretty much how I started Harley Media Co. I was really bored during quarantine. I was like, this would seem cool. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Let's build a website. So that's it of our questions. I hope you guys feel like you guys got to know us a little bit better. Um we are going to be here every week talking about things, but we thought we'd just have like a little date time. Do you have anything final thoughts to say before you go? No, I mean, that was good. That was well put together. Thanks. I did it all myself. You're welcome. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week and we love you. Mean it.